Ah, good evening, traveler. And welcome to the penumbra. Take your seat, please. Take your seat. The junction lies just ahead, traveler. If you'll allow me just a moment. <laughs> well, next stop, Hyperion City. Detective Steele's had a lot of employers over his private eye career, but none have ever been quite as big as Ramses O'Flaherty, CEO, philanthropist, mayoral candidate, and Martian mystery. Big clients mean big payouts, of course. But as Detective Steele is about to find, they also mean a big target on your back. Our next stop, Juno Steele and the lesson learned. There's a limousine outside the apartment. It will bring you to me. But I'm... I'm not in my apartment. Did I say your apartment? <laughs> I know exactly where you are, so don't leave me waiting. I won't wait for Kings, and I won't wait for Juno Steele. <sighs> what the hell? What time is that? It's too early for this. Sneaking out in the middle of the night isn't very ladylike. No, I... No, I guess it isn't. You, uh... You want me to call or something? Not if you're gonna ask that way, I don't. I'm sorry you didn't, you know, work out, but you don't have to be so... Fine. I'll see you around. You. My name's Lara. Business runs everything in Hyperion City, and business operates on one key rule. Supply and demand. A little's worth a lot, a lot's worth a little, and inevitably you've got too damn much of what you don't want and none of what you need. Mr. Steele, Mr. O'Flaherty sent me. No chance I can re-gift you, I'm guessing. I'm afraid not, sir. <sighs> Supply and demand runs the way you think about just about everything in this damn city. Even people. You spend too much time with too many of them and they become faceless, like not a single one's worth a thing on their own. And it's enough to make you think, hell, maybe people aren't worth as much as they used to be because there's just too many of them. But supply and demand doesn't work unless there's something to demand. Something rare. Someone valuable. And no matter how much you tell yourself that value's all in your head, no matter how much you try to make them faceless just like everyone else, some people are just one of a kind. And there's nothing rarer than one of a kind. decided to join me. Like Ramses O'Flaherty, candidate for mayor of Hyperion City. One of a kind. And that's a good thing. Not sure I could survive two of them. Would you like coffee? A limo can get it for you. What I'd like is two minutes to collect myself. A little needy for you to call me in the car ride to you. Either you're just that charming or I'm too busy to care. How does your new eye feel? Invasive and expensive. Also, about once every 45 minutes, I see a flash of something that I'm pretty sure is the inside of my own head. You have to expect a few kinks early on with technology this advanced. The Thayer Spectrum is the best eye money can buy, and you certainly get some bang for your buck, don't you? Ramsey's wasn't wrong. 
I'd already taken the new eye out for a spin since the surgery. Just me, an alley, and some beer bottles. Like when I was a kid. Before the miasma incident, my record for blasting seven bottles had been 2.2 seconds. With a new eye. Targets locked. One second flat. The new eye worked. It really worked. You'll have to learn all that on the job. Just make sure you learn quickly. A life is on the line. Whose? Mine. You don't sound worried. I'm running for mayor, Juno. I'd have to be an idiot not to expect a death threat here and there, even if this one is more elaborate than I'd imagined. How so? I received some interesting mail this morning. There's a copy of it in the seat with you. This looks like... Ramses, did someone tear a page out of their history textbook and mail it to you? Read it. Chapter 9, The Long and Violent History of Hyperion City's Politics. Ramses O'Flaherty was an executive for North Star Entertainment and popular mayoral candidate in Hyperion City who was murdered tragically outside the Fortezza at noon on May the... That's today's date, Ramses. Look at you, gathering clues. A true wonderkind. Page from a history textbook that doesn't exist. This sounds like... Oh, no. No, no, you gotta be kidding me. This is the Proctor, isn't it? This car's bringing me to the Fortezza. To the Fortezza? Of course not. (sighs) That's a relief. Because if there's one prison I can't stand in this lousy city, it's that... The HCPD saw one of my cars within three blocks of the Fortezza. It would be vandalized in seconds. Running on a platform against corrupt authorities means you spend a lot of your time avoiding the corrupt authorities. So... The car will be stopping four blocks away from the Fortezza and will walk the rest of the way. Ramses! Ramses! Ah. The Fortezza was where they brought the worst of Hyperion's criminals. So long as they played nice. Or had the money to make you forget they hadn't played nice. The HCPD justified it like this. If you have a bunch of smart criminals locked up and just sitting around, why not put those criminal brains to work? Not for free, of course. Nothing in Hyperion is free, but... On a consulting basis. Ask a bad guy how to catch another bad guy, then give him something he wants. You scratch my back, I give you a century-old bottle of wine and a golden toilet. So they put together a private jail to keep all the consultants in. The Fortezza. A massive prison palace for the creme de la crime. Any criminal who caught the public eye for acts of illegal genius would be offered a spot in one of the best housing options Hyperion had to offer. Suffice it to say, public criminal genius became a pretty competitive game after that. Juno, it's good to see you in person. Are you ready for our field trip? No. Damn it, Ramses, I can't believe we've only been working together for a week and you've already got me on one of those monsters in the Fortezza. Consulting criminal is the preferred term. I thought the Proctor was still locked up. How the hell is she going to kill you from inside there? In due time, you've only seen her history lesson so far. She has a full slate of courses waiting for us. Of course she does. And in the meantime, we have another set of twisted minds to talk about. (laughs) You must have looked into me by this point. What did you find? Not much. Executive for North Star Entertainment by day, activist and philanthropist by also day. I'm very protective of my beauty sleep. Looks like making movies gives you a lot of time and money for some hobbies. Major contributions to the Hyperion Anti-Corruption League. Founded the Homes for Hyperion organization, the Raising the Poor Fund, about two dozen soup kitchens. Oh, don't flatter me. I've only opened 23. (laughs) But I'm disappointed. That's all public record. 
Oh, right. There was this one tiny little thing, probably nothing. Mind telling me why you didn't exist 30 years ago? <laughs> 30 years ago? I must have aged terribly if I was born 30 years ago. No, I don't mean you were born 30 years ago. I mean that Ramsey's O'Flaherty didn't exist until then. What I'm trying to figure out is who you are. And how did you come about that conclusion? Secretary got some. I got the rest. She acted into the town hall servers. I broke into the census office. You know, P.I. stuff. Very exciting. Expensive, too. Took enough overtime out of Rita that I had to give her the week off. But it all amounts to this. One day, 30 years ago... All of Ramsey's O'Flaherty's spending records changed. You started shopping at different places, buying different foods, clothes, all kinds of stuff. Perhaps I went on a diet or a midlife crisis. Nobody's crisis is so bad they changed their breakfast cereal and their deodorant on the same day. Someone named Ramsey's O'Flaherty stopped using his identity, so you took it over. My only question is why. Even so, none of that means I didn't exist 30 years ago, Juno. So I changed my name 30 years ago. That you've proven. But a name isn't worth anything more than a few pretty sounds. And you and I both know it. What matters is identity. You may be P.I. to the stars now, but you have not always been and you won't always be. And in comparison to what you do, the sounds Juno Steel don't mean a thing. Maybe you're right, Ramses. I just have a hard time trusting people who can't figure out what they want to call themselves. Well, if you like, you can call me Mr. Mayor. It's what I plan to go by for a long, long time. (laughs) Ah, and here's the Fortezza. Charming, isn't it? Yeah, real pretty. So where are you supposedly going to die? Just through this gate. Come along, Juno. Art class awaits. Art what? Oh, art class. The square in front of the Fortezza was set up for a big event, with chairs all set up in rows facing a podium at the far side. A body was slumped over the podium, red lines of blood dripping down. The body looked just like Ramsey's O'Flaherty. Sculpture's never been my main artistic interest, but the composition here is really something, isn't it? I did always want to know what my death would look like. What's written on that podium? Principles of Art 101. Study closely and underline key terms. You will have a test at noon today. God damn it. It really is the proctor, isn't it? It seems to be the case. A serial killer turned Fortezza consultant who killed all of her victims by means of her elaborate and violent education. She always promised to let anyone live who passed her tests. But of course, nobody ever passed them. But all that was 20 years ago. Hell, I was in the academy when she got caught. Correction. She's never been caught. She turned herself in, making her criminal career, as she put it, a perfect A+. That's really stupid. But flashy. And getting a cell in the Fortez is a very competitive gig, Juno. These days you have to be more than a genius murderer. You'd better draw a crowd, too. And that's exactly the subject of my speech here today. The people in this fortress have destroyed countless lives, and they live in more comfort than Hyperion's poorest citizens. Why should they be rewarded for their crimes while honest people suffer? Yeah, yeah, I get it. Save some for the speech. Places like the Fortezza are first on my list when it comes time to do good in Hyperion City. So you can understand why someone who benefits from that corruption might not be my biggest fan. <laughs> 
Sure. What time's that speech? In four hours. Noon. Uh, so exactly when her art lesson said you were going to die. Right here, exactly where her history textbook said you were going to die, and exactly where you found a statue of yourself dead. Of course. Hey, here's an idea. Why don't you just, you know, not... Not deliver the speech. No, no, that isn't an option. You gonna... say why? To blink would show the proctor she's won, Juno. It would show the HCPD I can be threatened. I can't be threatened, and therefore on with the speech. That's some logic 101 for you. That's not even good logic. That's... Ah, whatever. Ah, so he has learned something. If all the Proctor's murders are supposed to be tests, this is probably what she's planning your actual death is going to look like. I'll see if I can figure out how you died. Maybe then you'll be convinced to just get the hell out of here. (laughs) Feel free to try. Laser hole in the back of the head. Something big, high caliber enough to bore into the podium here. I'm sure the Fortezza will be delighted to hear that. I was told explicitly that I can protest however I like, but this monument is to be treated with respect. Historical significance or some nonsense. Anything else? Underline the key terms. She wants me to draw a line. From the podium, through your head, to wherever she's going to shoot from. If I had a laser targeter, I might be able to calculate the angle of the shot. You do have a laser targeter, Juno. I paid good money for it. The hell are you... Oh, the eye. I assume you know what to do. Yeah, yeah. I knew how to do it, but that didn't mean I had to like it. Some of it was the little things, feeling the eye shifting in my head, the voice I knew only I could hear. Calculating trajectory. It'll take a few days, but then it'll be just like you always had it, they said. You'll just think at it, and it'll be like snapping your fingers. Drawing projected angles. And hell, it was as easy as snapping my fingers. But there was always a little part of me that was aware that the fingers I was snapping weren't mine, and the eye that was doing the calculating didn't belong to me. So? It's pretty clear, all right. Laser shot came from up there. Middle parapet, highest window. A peek into the HCPD database says that the top floor is occupied by... The Proctor. You don't say. I do. I'm really not going to get you to do this somewhere else, am I? You're not. And I'm afraid the HCPD will be no help either. They've already refused to move her for the day. What? Can you blame them? Doing so would be admitting that their consulting payments have caused real trouble. She couldn't do all this without whatever they've given her. If they admit fault, they put the entire Fortezza consultant system into question. Okay. All right. If the HCPD's worried about a big stink, the only way to make them move the proctor is to get even stinkier. (laughs) Yeah, you like that one? If I can get in there and prove that the proctor set all this up, they'll have her out in ten minutes. Negligence looks worse than ignorance every time. Only question is... How the hell am I going to prove it? That's for you to figure out. I have a speech to rehearse. With any luck, I might even get to read the whole thing. Wow, you... You really don't sound worried. Like, at all. I don't have time to be killed, Juno. It's that simple. 
My schedule doesn't have an open time slot for assassination until at least the third year of my term. If the Proctor wants to kill me, she'll have to wait. You're a scary guy, Ramses. Not nearly as scary as my competition. The other thugs running for mayor would make the devil blush. You'd better stop this murderer before high noon, Juno, or one of them might take the keys to this city. Let's worry about saving one thing at a time, Ramses. You're giving me enough of a headache today. I'm at what looks like the top floor lobby. Wow, this place is nice. Crystal chandelier, stained plastic windows. Hell, the ceilings are so high that I can barely make out the fresco. Juno, there is no top floor lobby. That is her cell. Seriously? She owns all this stuff? That painting is literally made of money. Hundred cred bills. The Proctor is one of the HCPD's most popular consulting murderers. Only the best for Hyperion's worst. They just let her wander around up here? There should be two security guards up there. One by the door and one with her at all times. Guard by the door? I don't see a guard. Your firearms, sir. Ah! Juno? Hey, uh, Ramses, I'm gonna have to call you back. Some ghoul in a uniform just crept up on me with a help desk. I hadn't seen the guard because she was behind glass. A window in the same wall as the elevator. Her hat was pulled down, low over her face, and her shoulders were shaking like she'd either just lost her dog or her muscles. It was creepy, but nothing to worry about, I told myself. I was wrong. But it was nice to be wrong for a second. Slide your weapon through the window, please. Hey, I know this is probably strange, just a big misunderstanding. I'm a special consultant with the HCPD, and Your weapon, please. Uh, okay. Thank you. The procure is just ahead. First door on the left. She wants to see you, Detective Steele. Hey, what the hell? How did you know my name? Hey, listen to me! Listen to me, damn it! What the hell is it now? I won't tolerate being hung up on Juno. If you can't deal with security, I should be able to pull some strings. Honestly, she might have just dealt with herself. Looks like she just fell asleep. Well... Let sleeping pigs lie. Hey, did you tell anyone I was coming up here? Sounds like the proctor wants to talk to me. If the proctor's given you an invitation, Juno, do not take it. She isn't some villain out of a comic book, some killer lunatic in a padded cell. She's a genius. And worse, she's a bored genius. Stay away from her as long as possible. Don't have to tell me twice. The cells in the Fortezza are huge. Random wandering could take time we don't have. I hope you have a plan of attack. Of course I have a plan. We already know one place she needs to make her plan work, so if we just lock that place down, you're safe. You mean the window the proctor will be shooting from? I do. Step one, find the window you're supposedly going to die from. Step two, make sure you don't die from it. Hey, uh, does it feel a little weird to you that that guard is just letting me walk around in here? Maybe, but you know the old saying, don't look a gift dune spider in the mandibles. Unless you want a face full of cyanide, right. This just seems... easy. Given what's at stake for me here, I find it hard to see that as a downside. In my line of work, everything's a downside, Ramses. Then private investigation and politics aren't so different after all. Just be careful. There's not much I can do from down here. 
Actually, there might be something you can do. Look up. Do you see me in a window? Can you see me? Uh, yeah. And you're looking through a window? Yeah. Then, of course, I can see you. I hope I don't have to explain to you how windows work. Look, just tell me, where's the window you're going to get killed from? To my left or my right? Two floors above you. Wait, what? But I'm on the top floor. Your client says otherwise. And isn't the customer always right? Sure, unless they're lying or trying to kill you. Oh, Juno, I'm not trying to kill you. Very funny. Look, can you ask around, see if there's a service elevator or something? some important business just plopped itself at my feet, Juno. Call me back when you can confirm I won't die today. Thank you. Wait, damn it. <clears throat> Did I really need to keep Ramses on the line while I investigated the proctor's place? No, but to be honest, I just wanted the company. I was getting chills up my spine. Kept thinking I heard bumps in the walls or footsteps overhead. I poked around the hall for a while, but the place was clean. Not so much as a stolen pack of gum, but still I looked everywhere until there was only one place left. The proctor's room. Door slightly ajar, that horrible, raspy librarian whisper coming from it. (laughs) It was a bad decision going in there, which made it feel right at home with all my other decisions. The proctor's bedroom was even nicer than the rest of the apartment. Four-poster bed, tapestries on the wall. Even the bars she was behind looked like solid gold. She, though, didn't look so hot. As far as I could tell, she was just a mound of blankets on the bed and a bolt of gray-black hair tangled on the pillow. It sounded like her lungs were racing to see which could collapse first. Quite a lot of noise out there today. Something very exciting must have happened. You could say that. Apparently some old has up to her old tricks. Things are going to get her some attention. <coughs> That's certainly one interpretation, though it's not quite why I did it. Why you... Wait, what? Why I set up the class outside. Is that a confession? S- seriously? Stay here and chat with me, detective, and you'll get much more than a confession. A confession was good, but without a record, it wasn't worth much. I set my comms to record quickly and quietly. All right, I'm game. Chat away. Tell me about yourself. I take great interest in my guests. You have to, when you have so few of them. Name's Juno Steele, Private Eye. The guard out front says you heard of me. I can't say I have. I expected Ramses would send someone to pester me. I just thought it might be someone I'd actually heard of. Ouch. Working with Ramses. You must not be a police officer. I just told you I'm anymore. Please, detective. I'm infirmed. You'll have to allow me to finish my thoughts every once in a while. Get your thoughts out in half as many words, and maybe I will. The spooky fortune teller act isn't going to work on me, by the way. (coughs) 
Pretty nice place you got in here. All this fancy stuff, the silk sheets, the music, the portraits on the wall. Even the bars are expensive. Highly electrified. You sound like you know that from experience. One finds ways to keep entertained. We must have worked hard to get all this. The HCPD asks for my help. I do not say no. Why shouldn't I comply with my local authorities? It depends on the authorities. And it depends on what you squeeze out of them for your help. I squeeze nothing. They give freely, just as I will give you what I've promised. Which is what, exactly? Why don't you look in my desk and find out? I have a present for you. I let the Thea Spectrum do a quick scan of the drawer. No heat signatures detected. It didn't pick anything up. But the proctor was all about her test. There had to be a twist. I just didn't know what it was yet. The key is on top of the desk, detective. If you want my confession, you'll use it. What the hell? There's no need to be so chumpy. That's just where I keep my alarm clocks. <laughs> Pretty funny. You should take that one on tour. I've had plenty of practice. Murder is like comedy. And? And what? You got a punchline for that setup, or what? Murder's like comedy. Everybody thinks they're secretly good at it. Uh, murder is like comedy. If you do it right, the other guy ends up on the floor. Or murder is like comedy. Both were responsible for 300 deaths in the vaudeville massacre of the 24th century. Or murder is like comedy. No punchline. They're just similar. Hmm. keep a lot of alarm clocks in here, but I don't see... Hang on. I, the proctor, do confess to the attempted murder of Ramsey's O'Flaherty, and unless I am removed, I plan to commit this murder at noon. This is a written confession. Oops. How very inconvenient. I am quite tired now. If you could please take that confession and leave, I would greatly appreciate it. Look, I don't mean to ask too many questions, but for a serial killer with a school shtick, I'm not seeing much killing or shtick here. I am tired, detective. Everyone gets tired of old habits eventually. The candelabra killer downstairs just installed fluorescent lighting. Fishman Tommy's had his gills removed. We perform for Hyperion City to get a place in this prison palace. But all performances grow dull eventually. We aren't the people we used to be. That's pretty level-headed, actually. I am a genius. So... I'm just gonna leave now. Please do. With this conclusive evidence? It is that, yes. Uh, anyway, bye. Goodbye, detective. See you again soon. Wait, what? You know what? No, I don't want to know. I walked down the hall towards the elevator. I called Ramses to give him the good news, but he didn't pick up. I made it to the elevator, pushed the button, and waited. And waited. Huh.
Hey, excuse me, guard. Hello? The stupid security guard was dead asleep. Her shoulders weren't even moving anymore. I knocked again and again, but nothing woke her up. So I called Ramsey's again. And again. And I think you're getting the picture by now. Come on, come on, Ramsey's, come on. Ramsey's, is that you? Ramsey's, the elevator up here is... I don't know, it's stuck or something. I need you to handle it, because this stupid guard won't wake up! I was hitting the window hard enough to rattle things on the guard's desk and hard enough to make her head roll over so I could finally get a good look at her face. Or her complete lack of face. Because instead of where her face was supposed to be, there were six symbols. A-R-T-1-0-1. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Ramses, it's just a mannequin. The guard's a goddamn art project, and I'm trapped up here with this 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 murderer, and you have to Ramses? Ramses. Damn call disconnected. I didn't know what that was, but I knew I didn't want to find out unarmed. So I reached for my gun, and then I remembered I'd given it to the guard that wasn't. I couldn't let whatever lesson the Proctor had planned get the best of me, so I hid around the corner of the hallway, cracked my knuckles, and waited for a brawl. Luckily, I had backup. Scanning heat signatures. At current rate, target will be within reach in four seconds. Three, two, one. Gotcha. Oh, no, 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 no. I I don't want to die. I don't want to die. What? Mick. What the hell? <laughs> oh, please, Proctor, don't kill me. I've got a dad and three kids and... Oh, no, that was a lie. I'm sorry. I've just got the dad, but he's going to be really upset if I get murdered. Oh, I was just trying to do my job. Mick. Oh, Mick oh, Mercury. Oh, oh, Damn it. Snap oh, out of it. Oh, oh, hey. Hey. I know that slap. <laughs> JJ, good buddy. Is that you? I can't believe it. Oh, with all that banging around upstairs and Proctor's creepy laugh all laughing around, I thought I was dead or in a doornail's funeral. <laughs> oh, oh. Hey, uh, how come I get the feeling that I'm a lot happier to see you than you are to see me? Mick Mercury. Here's the thing. Catastrophe stuck to Mick like a bad smell, and if you hung around him long enough, you'd start to stink like it, too. I wouldn't say he was unlucky, because unlucky implies it's nobody's fault. Mick's luck was so bad, so constantly, that he must have been doing something to deserve it. But I can't think of anything that would piss the universe off bad enough to deserve the chaos he dragged around. So no, I wasn't happy to see Mick, even if he was my best friend. Because it meant that this bad day was probably about to get a lot worse very, very quickly. Ah, Jay, your eye is back. It's all kinds of crazy colors. It's like a miracle or something. It's not a miracle, Mick. It's a paycheck. New boss has deep pockets. Getting paid in eyes. I'll have to look into that. Now that I got a job. (laughs) Check this baby out. All right, cute. Who'd you steal the badge from? I took it. From the head guard of the Fortezza. When he handed it to me. 
after I applied for a job. And I interviewed. The Vortessa didn't seriously hire you, did they? And then the guy who got the job didn't show up for work. Ah, there it is. <laughs> You're looking at the Fortezza's newest guard, Officer McMercury, King of Security. <laughs> Ow! Hey, what was that for? A guard in the Fortezza? Seriously? Say it with your face, not your fist, buddy. I've already been battered and bruised enough for one day. Did the proctor come after you? No. I was just taking a nap in the closet while she was sleeping, and now my neck is all messed up. Ow! I said stop it! What the hell were you thinking? This job is dangerous! Yeah, well, that was the point. What? Well, look, I was thinking about it and... Jeez, Jay, I don't know if you've noticed this, but things never seem to work out for me. I don't know, Mick. Things look like they're going pretty well right now. Exactly. I'm glad someone gets it. Anyway, I was thinking about it and I thought, well, back in the day, things worked out all the time. You and me and Sasha, we'd get into all kinds of trouble and it always turned out okay. Always. Well, more than it does for me now. And then I thought about how things were working so well for you with your saving people thing, and Sasha with her saving the galaxy thing, and then I thought, that's what I'm missing. I... What? You went from Dangerous Adventures as kids to Dangerous Adventures as adults, right? No wonder you're so good at it, you practice. Meanwhile, what have I done? <laughs> Revolutionized the Martian calendar, made a couple good investments, or they would have been good if they'd been a few decades earlier... But nothing dangerous. So if I want to pull my life together, there's clearly only one responsible thing to do. Get a real job. <laughs> real dangerous job? <laughs> getting into trouble every day and getting back out again. Just like the old days. Mick, buddy, listen to me. I don't say this lightly now. Words your bond, Jay. I always like that about you. But this might be the dumbest thing you've ever done. Why? Yeah, I get it. You think I'm not tough enough? Is that it? You think I can't handle it? Tough's got nothing to do with it. Oh, no, I hear you. I hear you. You, you just think I'm, 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 I'm big, goofy Mick Mercury who never gets anything right. Is that it? No, Mick. Well, I'm turning over a new leaf, Jay. I'm flipping a new coin. I'm tossing a new pizza. I'm changing my whole life by unchanging everything. What? I'm going to go back to Danger Boy, just like the old times. I've been in this place barely three days, and already I'm braver and, and more confident than I've been in years. Oh, no, please, I don't want to die, I don't want to die. Damn it, Mick, keep it together. It's just the elevator. The elevator started back up again. Hey, wait up. Come on, come on. I really don't like those sounds, Jay. I don't know if I want to get on an elevator that sounds like it could barely hold itself up. Look, you want to be locked in here with her? No, but I'm just saying I don't like it. And I'm saying I don't care whether or not you like it because we're getting in that goddamn elevator. Are we still getting on the elevator? Just shut up, Mick. Yeah, okay, I can do that. Her. She wants us to stick around and chat so bad? Well, let's have a little chat, then. Hey, I... I don't think I'm supposed to let you do that. Jay, buddy, listen to me. Back again so soon? You must be pretty goddamn proud of yourself right now. It's not an unpleasant feeling. <laughs> let us out of here. You have some exams to pass first. Mick, open her door. If she isn't going to let us out on her own, I'll make her do it. But, 
But, but they told me I wasn't ever supposed to open the door to her cell until the day guard came by because I haven't had the walk-around training yet. If you don't open this door, I'm going to tear it off its hinges with my bare hands. But the bars are electrified. You're going to fry your brains out. Then plug your nose, Mercury, because you're about to smell the brains of frying. All right, all right, I'll open the stupid door. Come on. There. About time. <laughs> all right, how are you operating all this, huh? You got a remote control under these sheets or something? Let me give you some test-taking advice, Mr. Steele. That's it. Get out of that damn bed. Huh. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. You've got to be kidding me. I pulled her out of the bed to show her I meant business. But it might have backfired just a little. Because the body that hit the floor wasn't a body at all. Always be sure to flip over the exam, just in case there are more questions on the other side. (laughs) It was a mannequin, wearing a wig, a shortwave comms taped to his chest. (laughs) It's about time you passed intro to theater. The poor, sick old serial killer impression was murder on my throat. (laughs) And to think that's just the beginning of tonight's education. Aren't you lucky? What's that? Are we gonna die? Are we gonna die? Answer to question one. A trapdoor in the ceiling with a rope ladder falling through. Answer to questions two and three, probably. You've been really busy in this cell, haven't you? How'd you build all this stuff without the HCPD noticing? I'm really the one who does the asking here, Mr. Steve. Now untape the comms from the mannequin and take it with you up the ladder. You'll need me up there. And why the hell should we listen to you? That's where my test is, and passing my test is your only way out of the Fortezza. Someone will come looking for us eventually. Eventually. But before Ramses O'Flair his speech in two and a half hours, I doubt that very much. Now, up the ladder. If you're going up there, I'm coming too, Jay. I'm not staying down here with... with her. It's not even her, Mick. It's a mannequin. I know, and that's so creepy! Fine. Let's go, then. (coughs) Wow. Ah, It's dusty up here. Is this some kind of attic or something? Don't really know, and I don't really care. The important thing is that it's our only way out of here, so stick close to me. All right, gentlemen. Here's your first test for the evening. A unit test for applied chemistry. A A test? But I didn't study. You've never studied for a test in your life, Mick. Oh, hey, that's right. I feel better now. Question one. During the war, Dr. Mila Veronov of the Outer Rim developed an incredibly deadly poison for interrogating enemy captives. What was it called? Ha! I do know that one. Hourglass Venom. Solved the case where it was the murder weapon last year, Proctor. You'll have to do better than that. Very good. And how was it used for those interrogations? It's a slow-acting poison with a fast-acting antidote. Inject the poison, and the person you're questioning watches themselves dying, and the second they give up the intel, you can cure them. (laughs) Nice one, Jay! Correct. And question three. Where can Hourglass Venom be found right now? Oh, I got this one. Outer Rim. You just said Outer Rim. Ow! Ow. Incorrect, I'm afraid. The correct answer was... In the syringes, I've just shot into your necks. Remember that on a multiple-choice test, some answers can be more correct than others. Oh, Jay, 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 I don't like this. Oh, really? 
I thought this was what you wanted, Mercury. Danger and getting into trouble and whatever. Well, yeah, but I didn't know danger would be so, you know, dangerous. And that, gentlemen, concludes our chemistry exam. Two out of three is a 66. A passing grade. Barely. That wasn't an exam. That was a dumb setup for your stupid poison. You can say the test was unfair if you like, but the numbers do not lie. I am your proctor for the day, and you will take my exams, and you will succeed if you want the hourglass antidote. Uh. It sounds like you finally understand. Now, if you'll allow me, we'll be moving along to contemporary literature. Open your textbooks, please, to the Ballad of Mick and Juno. Hey, that's us! God damn it. Sing to me, O muse, of Juno Steele and Mick Mercury, two nobodies taken before their time, two friends tempted into shooting one another through the heart. Wait, what? Shh! For great tests stood before them, and only time would tell whether they were to rise to the occasion as heroes, or follow their temptation to betrayal. I'd never betray you, Jay. This is gonna be a trick. Just shut up. The Proctor, ever generous and ever genius, could guarantee only this. If they completed her tests, they would surely be cured. But if at any point they feared they might fail, another road was open to them. Shoot my best buddy? No way. No way! Never even think about it. If one shot the other through the heart, he would receive the antidote in an instant. Okay, so I thought about it. But that doesn't, you know, mean anything. And anyway, what would I even shoot you with, Jay? This is crazy. I mean, <coughs> what are those? Two pistols fell from another trapdoor in the ceiling and clattered to the floor. They were old ones, big and brutal. Bullets, not lasers. A death by one of these wouldn't be easy. Sing, O oh muse, of these two seekers of knowledge. Would they betray one another to save their own hides or stand together to the death? In two and a half hours, Ramses would be dead. And when push came to shove, who was I going to choose? The guy who wanted to rewrite this broken city and make it better for everyone, or Mick Mercury, walking disaster? The old Juno Steel, the guy who was worth something, the guy who got things done? He wouldn't have needed to ask that. He would have just known. He would have done the right thing and hated himself for it, but... Hell, if I can tell you which one the right thing is. I'll never shoot you, Jay. And you'll never shoot me, right? JJ? Of course not, Mick. Just keep in mind, that's probably what she wants us to think. Now sharpen your pencils and take your seats, Mr. Steele, Mr. Mercury. Your exams begin now. If you've enjoyed this tale, please consider donating to the Penumbra on Patreon. Our artists work tirelessly to bring you these stories, and if you have the means, we hope you will support our efforts. Every dollar helps. You can find that page at patreon.com slash thepenumbrapodcast. If you support us on Patreon at the $10 level or higher, you will receive access to commentary tracks like this one, from Noah Symes and actors Allison Schott and Stefano Perry. Uh, I said, well, you should just sort of, you know, if you could just kind of casually mention 
that I do some voice acting. Um, if you could just, if it comes up that you could bring up that I do multiple voices and that I'm, you know, sort of really a lot of emotional investment in the show, uh, just, just desperate. Sort of casually mention yeah, my, no, like, like, if it, well of no, talent. No, like, if it, yeah. if it comes up, say that I'm the <laughs> best person you've ever worked with on a microphone. <laughs> Um, just, just slip it in casually. Um, and I think that he, he must have, um, <laughs> very casually because. You can also support the Penumbra by liking us on Facebook, following us on Twitter at the Penumbra pod, following us on Tumblr at the Penumbra podcast, telling your friends about us, telling your friends to tell their friends about us, and especially by rating and reviewing our podcast on iTunes. Every rating, comment, and kind word spreads our stories further and inspires us to keep creating more and better tales to come. We would like to give special thanks to all who support us on Patreon, but especially to Jamie Gunter, The Princess and the Scrivener, Hannah Jim, and Elizabeth Miller for their incredibly generous contributions per episode. Thank you. This tale, Juno Steele and the Lesson Learned, was told by the following people. Joshua Elon as Juno Steele, Matthew Zonzinger as Ramses O'Flaherty, Alison Schote as the Proctor, and Stefano Purdy as Mick Mercury. On staff at the Penumbra, Kevin Vibert is our lead writer and recording engineer. Sophie Kaner is our director and sound designer. Graham Turner is our script editor. Noah Symes is our production manager. Alice Chung is our designer and financial manager. Original music by Ryan Vibert. Promotional art by Michaela Buckley. The Penumbra is created and produced by Sophie Kaner and Kevin Vibert. I'm afraid this is the end of the line for today, dear traveler. We hope you will ride with the Penumbra again soon.